Welcome to Post Apocalyptic. My name's Robert. This is John. We're going to get into This Week in Post, the thwip of this week. Wow, the thwip. I like that. All right, so what'd you do this week? How was uh, how was your show? Show was uh, show was good. Um, our uh, executive producer, uh, who lives elsewhere, came uh, came to us, came in post. And, wow, uh, actually, a rare visit. It's gonna be yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be posting up for for a while. Um, trying to get things done as we gotta we gotta get uh, all these shows out. You know, the network is a bit antsy, so. You have a January release? February. Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's September. September. <laughs> it's like early, early September, and we're just uh, yeah, Feb- that February release, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it's still, you know, the network's still sort of um, demanding cuts, you know. And now, whereas I think that they would be fine to have this schedule with us delivering one hours. Oh, okay. Uh, now we're building a two-hour, uh, like, two episodes into one. Like for... Um, That's how they're going to air them. Okay. So uh, now they want two hours and, like, the same schedule. So our assistant editors are <coughs> basically beating themselves up uh, with all these deliverables right. you know, to the network. And so do you have to then deliver a two-hour for, like, a premiere and then, like, one hour of each for later repeats. Right, for later, for okay. international, that kind okay. of thing. So, uh, so how many total episodes again? Like, as in a one hour? It's like, the first um, part, as they call it. Right. It won't allow us to call them episodes, actually. Because it's a it's a movie. I, I yeah, okay. But it's the first part, seven parts. The first part is, okay. is two hours. So then in theory, so part one... Part one is two hours. So then, it's always two hours. Then you have six more episodes, which are now going to be three episodes of two hours? Well, six more that are one hours. Okay. But then we're going to combine those, so then it would be th- uh, three more two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems like a nightmare. So, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just like going over the timing sheets, the you know, for... The two hours versus the one hour. Right. The, the timing allotted for the part one. Okay. The two hour is different from the timing of the other combined, you know, one hours to make the two hours. Is it not still the same runtime then? Because what is it? A two hour is at what, 145 or? Well, see, the, the two hour premiere, mm-hmm. it's really confusing. The two hour premiere gets a little more time because. You know, in in uh, <clears throat> when you have broadcast TV, you have recaps, right? And obviously, the first is not going to have a it's not going to have a recap. Oh, so okay. You get a little more time um, on that one oh. uh, than you would in the subsequent parts, obviously. So, in so. theory, your seven parts mm-hmm. keep it keep it uh, yeah. keep it legit will end up with fourteen deliverables almost <clears throat> because you'll yes. have to deliver the first part is always going to be two. And do you have to break that one up at all to one-hour pieces? Yes, we have to do okay. that as well. For, like, you know, re-air. Okay, so your seven parts as a breakdown then becomes eight parts. Right. But then you have the other element of the two-hour combining those other six parts. So that's you're adding three more deliverables. So you're at oh. 11, 11 deliverables then. 11 masters, kind of. Because you have 
say part one, mm-hmm. then you have to break it up. So that's two more. Right. So you get the three. Then you have the other six is just your regular w- one hour deliverables. Right. Then you s- combine those to three more deliverables that are two hours. So you're right. gonna end up with like 11 masters. Yeah, in different chunks though. Like it'll be like here are premier masters, exactly. Like that's your priority, and then you cut together the other ones for your subsequent viewing. Right, exactly for like international and all the two hundred deliverables the network will make with the different languages or whatever um, to go out around the world. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's just a lot of work that sort of coming to a head right now whereas right. for the last three months we're just kind of like eh, it's kind of moving along i mean we even moved offices this week you know we move <clears throat> one part of la to to another for um you know a producer who right was brought on who is no longer now that's no longer the case so we kind of moved for nothing even though my commute is nothing now it's like 10 minutes <laughs> you know it's just ridiculous so they secretly move for you or did you pitch it you're exactly. like look the ep exactly. lives over here we should go there yeah, now exactly <laughs> it's like yeah this is, this is exactly <laughs> why we should move there for the ep not me not the fact that basically i just walk out of my house and just <laughs> you know so it's that, that's your sort of reward after the three months of so now it's going to get miserable with all these new deliverables but at least you don't have to drive far yeah, that's the thing. And in uh, the the post house where we finished the show is is close to my house as well. You know, it's oh. about equidistant. Oh, nice. So, you know, it's it's about me. It's about <laughs> where I'm. Where I'm. I put my foot down. Look, I'm exactly. in post. Uh, I need things. For I, sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I mean, and they listen to me. Yeah, of course. You know? they're like, we're not going to pay you, but we'll 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 move your. We'll office. move. We'll spend all this money to move, yeah, but we won't exactly. give you any more money. <laughs> yeah, uh, my uh, coordinator and I joke about the fact that you know they sort of uh, played hardball with him and his rate, and you know, I mean, just the amount of money that's just being spent on new right. offices and 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 whatever comes up, they're like, oh yeah, we'll pay. It's fine. We'll do it. And it's like he's. Like the amount of money he asked for is just literally, Rob. I mean, you could reach literally, you could reach into your pocket <laughs> and get it. I'm not lying. Like that, it's that amount of money. And they're yeah. like, we just, we, I'm sorry. We yeah, we got nothing. Nothing. Meanwhile, thousands of dollars are being spent. But that EP comes you know? in. We should go to Sugarfish yeah. Sushi Place <laughs> yes. and order $300 worth of sushi. It's like totally good. He, that's what he wants. Yeah. So just get right. It to him. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? His PA's grinding yeah. his car and hours, and it's like, can I get five more dollars? Ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's just like this will have to be run up the chain. And, it's like, and then it's like, oh, I like, see, the budget's been set. The Amort. Yeah. We'll throw yeah, out yeah. Amort a lot, which means yeah, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The budget's been set. That whole thing. Like, oh, we cannot five dollars. That would break the budget. Well, the budget's been set, but this. New new problem. This new uh, <clears throat> this move, right? You know, which is going to cost us, you know, thousands of dollars. You know, that wasn't in the budget either. So, right? Wh- why? Why is it my five dollars? Why is my? There's $5 always that magic money the they they found in production that they won't tell you about, or somehow they can justify the move. Is it a building they own? Is it a studio or network owned building? It is a building that they. I understand now that they lease. 
Okay. But it is a building that the network has, and they have like all the shows in. Still not free. But yeah. cheaper. Well, yeah, I looked at the breakdown, and it is, it is cheaper, definitely, right, than the other place. Um, so, I know it's all about the bottom line. And hey, you guys move here; it saves us money. But we moved you, you know, there two months ago, exactly. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, that money that you know we were spending over at the other places in the budget. So theoretically, if you or saving money here, you can give that PA the five bucks. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, I, I just, I don't know. You know, the, the PA is always like, well, I'm going to go into overtime if, uh, if uh, you know, I stay here any longer. And, you know, you, you kind of don't want to say, you know, literally if you're here 10 more hours, I could I have enough money in my wallet. I could right for that. It's, it's not... Really, there's no consequence. Yeah, they're not getting a new car with their one hour of overtime. It's like because half that money is going to be taken out anyways. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's like yeah, well, it's not breaking the show. If it were an assistant editor or an editor, right, then that's that's big money. But you know, uh, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But like, yeah, yeah, your overtime doesn't mean anything. (laughs) I know. It's like, look, your value of staying overtime is unimaginable because you you're going to grunt through this right but the pay doesn't really yeah, the, it doesn't exactly. really hurt us we're, we're okay yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. did you need to get approval i don't need to get approval right. for that yeah we just won't pick up an extra bunch of bananas yeah. this week and craft service <laughs> runs so we'll cover you we're good yeah, exactly and this is what they do the pas they just nickel and dime the people and really everybody who doesn't have a union they just sort of nickel and dime right which you know, it just shows that they have the power to do that. But in terms of the overall budget, like, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It doesn't, it's not going to break the budget if you give the PA, you know, 100 bucks more a week. But what it's going to do is say, well, we don't pay anybody else that. And, and then it's under sets up a standard they think right. they have to keep or something. Exactly. And it's like, I get it because, I mean, there is a budget and you yeah. have an amount of money you have to spend and or save and the PAs they don't make but once again it's still a better job than almost any other job right. even as a PA it's like even if you're grinding still right. it's better I mean half the time you are sitting at your desk interneting right especially now <laughs> no exactly especially now that um, everything is especially things like dailies are delivered digitally right because as you know like back in the day Three quarters of the day could be spent copying DVDs and right. getting out dailies um, to the network. And it's like, you know, three o'clock. And it's like, oh, okay, I finished that. Now I'm ready to move on to other stuff. Now it's like all done in the morning before you get there. And then, yeah, you're on the Facebook or, right. or the internet doing whatever and uh, sort of chilling. Well, yeah, because that was, I mean, the majority, that would be your morning. It's like, so whatever your set time was, it's three hours to get dailies done. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have to go do lunch if you were doing a lunch run, then go deliver dailies, and then you're back in the office at three. Even though it's still, I mean, it's still part of the job, but it was just sort of like, that was your day. Right. Every day. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, cut's going out. Three hours of making dubs or DVDs, three hours of driving. Right. Go home, start over again. Yeah. And now, I mean, I think you said you still do DVD outputs, but it's not what it was. It wasn't no, like you like, have I to- do like two. And so it's not like you're out three hours a day. Nope. It's like, oh, I gotta, gotta go deliver or whatever. His mileage, which is probably really small. Like, what do you, how many, what is your PA average mile? Like, 
Well, now that we're actually very close to the studio, it's like a mile away. <laughs> so we you basically yeah. punished exactly. the VA by moving. There's really no. In our delivery, we had to uh, deliver to uh, do a turnover to, to sound mm-hmm. yesterday. And it's just all Aspera. It's all like an FTP site. Right. There's no no drive, no driving anywhere. Yeah, we would... Uh, our internet's not very good, so we're probably still going to do drives. But everything's pretty close. Yeah. And I'll splurge on the PA. You get a drive today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo. I love to do the Aspera. That's so great. But I don't know. There's something about... If it's not far, a hard drive is. It's like you know everything's on there, I guess. And then right. we can always just send if one thing's missing. It's like, oh, hey, here's a file. But... I don't know, there's something about a hard drive delivery that I kind of like for some reason. There's some sort of weird checks and balance. Right. Because it's like you have to watch it all, or the assistant has to watch it transfer over, and it's like, oh, yeah, there it is. It's all there. Yeah, it's, it's with this one, I'm like, well, last night, for instance, we were just trying to figure out if Aspera was okay. Right. You know? And it's on the turnover spec sheet that they have. We already turned over sort of a soft lock. Right. Um, uh, delivery, and we're still like the <laughs> the co-producer is still like, hey, make sure that they don't need a drive. Are you sure they don't need a drive? And I'm like, well, they got it like this, you know, uh, a few days ago, mm-hmm. and everything was there, and they're happy. I- I'm sure I'll ask. So we, you know, emailed them, got no response. Uh, coordinator called him, no response. So in this day day and age of technology, yeah. I'm like, all right, some people just respond to texts. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, just text them. And the coordinator's like, I just called him like a minute ago. I don't want to just like yeah. berate the guy. He's like, you text him. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I right. text the guy. And of course, like literally 30 seconds later, he's like, yep, all good. It's fair. I'm like, see? You can call a guy, but don't answer. But text. I am. I'll, I'll admit, I'm. I'm sort of like that. Yeah. I would prefer to get a text. Yeah. I just feel like I kind of would too. Is as much as the conversation's always good, and you get a um, little personal touch to it, and then you can get a little more depth to if it is a serious question. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think when you text, you get to the point. It's yeah. like, is it okay to send a drive or a spare? Do you prefer one or the other? Huh, a spare. Yeah. Great. Solved. That's it. I didn't have a 15-minute, hey, how's it going? Good, yeah. good. Yeah, we're working kind of late tonight, but, you know, we had this drive question. And then you're going back on theories on, well, the drive, it would be better, but we'll take it. Sp- right. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, Jesus, what was the answer again? Right. And it's like, <laughs> text. I mean, I will pick up the phone if someone is calling. But if I'm driving, even with my Bluetooth, I'll like, yeah, they'll probably just text me. So right. I just, like, don't pick up. It's like, oh, then I'll get the quick uh quick response <laughs> yeah but you're, you're right it's 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 so you sort of feel obligated hey how's it going hey drive well you know and sort of doing that um <clears throat> deliberating whether you should get a drive or not when you're like wait a minute my specs say spare this is how we do every show why would it be different right but you're making me think i need a drive instead of is it cool and you know the guy literally goes yes Exactly how you did it last time. I know, but now I I overthought it. I overthought the process. Like, you know, maybe a drive is right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, so we're going to put it on your uh, uh, site, you know, your your FTP site. And, you know, I get back uh, an emoji of a a thumbs up. (laughs) You know, that's, I don't even get it. Like, it stopped being like words. Now it's just emojis. I'm like, I just met you today in a sound spot. Right. I don't know if we're on the emoji level yet. You know? Yeah, I um, 
I like responding in uh, a VFX house we've used. I like to respond in um, GIFs, animated GIFs. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I know them. I wouldn't right. do it out of like, it's like, why is he sending me kid thumbs yeah. up? It's like, I don't know, it made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like if you don't know them and they're sending you like responses in emojis and it's like, they're a real company, but you're like, I don't know if I know you yeah. well enough. And, and I'm sure that's just funny. But this is weird. I had a real question. <laughs> right. It's funny. You don't know if it's like a tester. It's like, are they testing me to see if I'm like, if I respond in kind with another emoji or right. if I'm like, you know, just amenable to that sort of thing or if I'm just like all business and just respond back. It's like, when did okay like be too long? Like, I can't text okay. It's way too long. I'm yeah, not even go. the spelled out yeah. version of okay. Yeah. Even the okay yeah. which is so easy to do it's right like, okay okay it's like oh, all right well i think we just all learned that we know what that is yeah. Like, ah, yeah i think the first time i saw k was like what like i thought it was a mistake and then yeah. i got it and i was like k what? oh but why do you shorten two letters to like one it's, <laughs> yeah it's weird the no response will be k yeah. next <laughs> exactly. he didn't respond so it must be okay because if it was if it was no he would write no yeah. at least or it's just be like and like mm, like, yeah. mm, like <laughs> yeah. it's just not even like an emoji of someone trying to say no right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't uh yeah i think i was probably in the same boat someone was like k hey, Huh, I wonder if they're finishing a word. Yeah. I was like, keep up the good work. Yeah, I don't know like, what you're spelling. Hey. And then I'm like, oh, all right, well. Then you go back to what you ask. What was it? What did I actually ask in my email? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's even laser. When I get a K in an email, like you're at a goddamn keyboard and it doesn't say sent from your iPhone or something. Yeah. It's like you have the ability. Yeah, right. a, <laughs> your phone, if it says sent from iPhone or device or whatever funny thing someone has and they yeah. write K, all right they're busy and it's just right. easy for them to do but if you're at your computer there's no excuse yeah exactly like just give me okay and then an animated gif because <laughs> that's the only way i'll respond back <laughs> i'll spend 20 minutes finding the perfect response right, an right, exactly. gift, as opposed to writing something like this sounds like a great idea this will p- keep us on budget or right. whatever <laughs> exactly <laughs> one last thing uh the smiley face i yeah. remember the first time just obviously years ago the friend of mine, she would, you know, write, we would write uh, emails to each other, and she would end, a f- every so often, she would end a sentence with the little colon and a... Oh, right. Oh, like before the emoji. Yeah. Like the before, actual, way like, before the, the, emoji, the text the emoji. emoji. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is she... Because she's, you know, we were, like, in grammar class together. Oh, okay. And, you know she's her english is like really good so i one of those friends where you're like oh my english has to be my grammar has to be on point because i don't want her to scrutinize yeah you reread your emails way too many times and you're like i'm just asking you a question but i want to make sure i use the right there and the your and you're like did i say everything correctly exactly you don't be embarrassed (laughs) so she kept doing that i'm like is this a grammatical thing or i'm thinking like maybe it's like a mistake like you look at where if she typed it with her thumb is she hitting something like right? Be- like, is that next like, to send? Yeah, is like, like yeah, like, like yeah, exactly. Like, it's there's maybe there's something that's just converting it to right, that. Right. And literally, I remember typing a response. Like, I don't know if you know, but <laughs> after a few sentences, you're doing this thing. Right. And I think 
at that point, someone else had pointed out to someone, and I sort of overheard the whole smiley face thing. And Uh-oh. I just looked at it from a different way. And I'm right. like, oh, that's what that is. Because that- before that, the smile was like, parenthes- smile in parentheses. Right. That was the thing. It was right, like, right. Wanted to smile. It was smiley face. It was smile in parentheses. Right. N- the word smile. And now it's like, it was that, but I didn't get the memo. And I thought it was the strangest thing. And I'm so glad I didn't look like an idiot typing back. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but yeah. this is incorrect. And you spend 20 minutes grammatically making sure your text back is correct. And you're right. like, oh, thank God I spent extra yeah. time because now I would have looked <laughs> exactly. like an idiot. That's exactly what happened. And especially someone who is hardcore into grammar. Right. Does not seem like she would be sending and, an emoji. And that's what I was like because it, it was like her sentences I mean everything was grammatically correct right and then that happened and I'm like this is not this is wrong like something's wrong here like these are actual like a, a colon and a parentheses I mean that like means something right you know that has to like she's smarter than I am in that right. regard so I'm thinking wow is this some like crazy like jedi english grammarian you go to the library it's like look can i get an 1800 edition of the oxford dictionary (laughs) and a book on shakespeare because i know this means something and you're just like trying to find the code and it's like that's a smiley face it's It's like like, oh 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 did i look at it i'm like my world was like turned upside down when I looked at it sideways. Yeah, like, oh, you just turn your phone. That's it. Yep. That's it. My world's changed. And that's all you do for yeah. the rest of the day back. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. What other uh, faces can I make? Oh, is that a tongue out? Oh, right. my God. The P is a tongue yeah, the out. P is, <laughs> yeah, the P took me a while to like, P, what is it? What is P? Well, yeah, because you just have a sideways smile. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy smile. I don't get this. <laughs> it's like, wow. Whole world I don't know about. Yeah, that's uh, that it's um, it's funny because my wife, um, who uh, dog and pet sits, she has a client, really nice one, the fashion designer. And when they would text back and forth, she was starting to send emojis, not my wife, the, the client. And yeah. she's like, I, I didn't expect this. She goes, I don't know if I should respond. So I don't think she responded <laughs> with emojis until like the 12th, right? You know, text because it felt like, and not because it's like this person felt like they were too smart to do it. It was like, it wasn't like my wife's like, this person's way too smart. She must've slipped and accidentally typed something that brought right. up an emoji. But she's like, I didn't feel she was the type. Like, cause sometimes there are, sometimes you'll get an emoji and you're like, this person didn't seem the type. Yeah. Uh, say, that's true. You you know, like, the emoji type. Yeah, for sure. It's like all of a sudden it's like, why, why is she sending this? Like just really into emojis. It's yeah. like, wow. I didn't think you would embrace the emoji. Right. <laughs> I think my, um, uh, my aunt Kathy, who's, just uh, turning 85 wow. she texts which blows my mind she'll almost prefers to text than as opposed to pick up the phone it's like sure she loves the emojis and it's like oh I good yeah. you know she'll like I think she was saying because we were going to go visit them and she's like oh looking forward to seeing you smiley face thumbs up high five and something <laughs> like that. I was like all right you've already sent way too many right. but it's like I'm very impressed you have an iPhone and you're sending emojis. Right. You know, it's like, but for some reason, it's like you can, uh, it's like apologetically, it's like, ah, right, she's 80, good for her. You know? No, totally. Yeah. My my mother, you know, uh, who sort of technology averse. Uh-huh. 
you know, she has she had a cell phone and um, she had an iPhone, mm-hmm. and she, I would when I would visit, she would have you know unread text messages from like two two thousand four. <laughs> you know, and like, <laughs> this is like, do you know how to even read a text message? She's like, I don't want to deal with that. I remember I was working on uh, uh, his show, uh, popular show, and. I was in the color bay, uh, color correcting the show for eight hours, oh. and it was just me and the producer and the colorist in a dark room for eight hours. And so I didn't know what was going on in the world. And she lives in uh, Alabama. Okay. And I had never gotten a text from her in my entire <laughs> life. She didn't know what texting was, didn't want to know. And I come out. Uh, because I think the Wi-Fi inside was n- not great. Right. And I come out and I get this. I mean, long. It may have been broke. One of those things where it just breaks like, up like, into two parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This long text message from my mother, which immediately I'm like, okay, the world is ending. Right. She's texting me. Right. And she texted me. At that time, The there were like eight hurricanes or something in okay. Alabama. Right. She was just letting me know that she was okay. Right. But I'll be honest, like, I was torn inside, like, should I be worried more about the hurricanes or that she's texting? Right. Now, like, this, and that touched off the texting frenzy. Like you said, now, like, I thought, okay, there were no emojis in that. She's not even going to want to even think about emojis. Right. I don't even want to try to explain to her because. You know, you try to explain other stuff on the just the desktop computer, and right? She can't. She's not yeah. Flip to this page, yeah. and there's yeah. a thing. It's like, look, I don't want you to yeah. spend exactly. twenty minutes finding the right smile to exactly. send me. Right. I'd rather you just, if you're gonna text me, just give me your thoughts quickly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. and that's what like, all right, just do that. I'm not even gonna show you anything about emojis. <laughs> uh, well, it didn't really take her long to like. Now, it's like all like it's about forty percent emoji. You know, now it's just like, like you said, this emoji, that, that, boom, boom, boom. It's like about seven emojis after each sentence. And I'm like, you're spending 15 <laughs> minutes trying to di- decipher it. Exactly. Like, what is she even trying to tell me? Like, what is like, she went emoji crazy. Like, whereas I underestimated her emoji ability and didn't want to even expose her to that world. Now she's just. Do you think it helped that she found it on her own? Like, if you were to tell her, it's like, hey, if you want to send me, like, a smiley face at then I'll never use those. You know, like someone who just doesn't really care. Or it's like she found it on her own went, oh, my God. I think you're right. I think and you think you're right. And it's it, because of so many, probably like your aunt, I think, like, it's like, oh, my God, look what I can do. Look at right. all these pictures I can just, with a thumb, with a finger, I can just put these pictures up. Right. Let me just go crazy and just put all these things up. Yeah. Had a great time, squealing pig. Yeah. Why? Why are you sending <laughs> like, that? Has no anything. Like, what does a, that mean? But it's a funny photo. It's like, yeah, you get it. Yeah. But you're not at least selling me, like, a story. I, I don't want, like, knife, bomb, right uh explosion that's like uh, oh my god she's at the bank and she's like yeah and then followed by a text 15 minutes like can you believe those are real emojis that people send (laughs) why would you send them (laughs) like what's going on this could be a conversation when we talk can you believe there's uh these dangerous emojis (laughs) as opposed to sending knife why did she send exactly did you cut yourself no yeah Uh, okay 
Wow. I'm, I'm taking your iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're revoking iPhone privileges. You think Bill Gates sends emojis. That's a. I almost can't picture him texting. Like, I imagine him having a phone, obviously, because Bill Gates. But you know, he sends a you know text to his wife Melinda. It's like, hey, I'll be home. Can't wait for dinner. You know, smiley face and like you know, thumbs up. I would imagine he texts. Um, I don't see him. There's another guy. I don't see him as an emoji. Like I feel like guy. he, even though he's trying to save the world with his billions or whatever, yeah. I just feel like, yeah, but that's two seconds. I could be saving a life. Yeah. Like I almost feel like on my way. Like he doesn't even shorten it or anything. He's like on my way. Yeah. And that's it. And that. And you're like, great. I know he's on his way. And it's not like you know, with you know, in a car emoji afterwards. And you're like, great. You know, it's like he's on his way and apparently in a car. Right. Or, or I would imagine he just has a person, you know, with him. That <laughs> hey, he text just my wife. Like, yeah, text my wife. <laughs> do this, you know, and and he doesn't even like he can't be bothered with actually physically typing in something, right? Right, because he's too busy saving the world, right? So you know, if he wants to contact her via text, you know, there's a person right there who texts whatever wants them to text. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I just, I just want to picture him in a car doing that. Yeah, like he's just like, there's one guy that just sits yeah. next to him. That's, that's, that's it. He job. just has the phone at the yeah. ready. Um, <laughs> text the consulate, yeah. and you know, here I'm going to send some more nets. Yeah, gone. He's just guys just typing away and everything. Right. And that uh, guy's like, man, I want to send a net emoji so bad, but I just can't. It's coming from Bill. <laughs> we'll get, we'll segue into a movie via a social media. It's funny how some people obviously social media has become very you know celebrity heavy which is fine i mean that's nothing wrong with that sure uh Polly shore uh Polly, yes has a snapchat which uh, <laughs> uh yes i'm an old man on snapchat so i'm gonna give him grief for being on snapchat while i actually watch him on snapchat so uh, if you don't know god i can't imagine anyone not he's knowing. older yeah, he's uh, 46, I believe. 46 or 47 now. So he's not... You feel like he should be older, but yeah, you also yeah. feel like right. he's 35. That makes sense. But then it's like, well, he was popular in the 80s, so right. I don't exactly. know. So uh, Snapchat is a... I don't know. You send a photo or a video that you have seven seconds. That's it. Then it goes away. That was... The whole thing, basically, I think Snapchat started so you could basically send dick pics. Because yeah. in theory, they were to well, go away. Uh, then it became everyone embraced it. It was like, oh my God, Snapchat. And granted, I use it. I still don't know the purpose of it. You send someone a photo, you're like, oh my God. Then you try to show someone, look, so-and-so. Oh, it's already gone. All right. Well, yeah. That, that was fun. But couldn't you also like screenshot? You can screenshot. And that was something they added later. Then that made people worried. It's like, oh, I was sending you private photos. Like, don't send it through an app. Like, yeah. Just email. And I'm like, that's better. But at least don't right. send it through the app. But there are some people that I follow, celebrity and then just friends. But, like, he embraced it, but I don't know what he uses it for. Like, he'll, at the end of the day, I'll check my Snapchat, and he'll have 27 stories, which actually span over probably, like, 15 minutes or something. You can skip them, so you don't have to actually sit there listening to what Polly Shore says okay. the whole time. But he embraces it. Like, it's just sort of like, oh... You know, hey, hey, buddies, I'm the weasel, which right. is, it's like, wow, you're 47. I don't know <laughs> if you should be busting out the weasel. Uh, 
like it's like, hey, I'm in Oklahoma, come see me. And it's like, oh, I guess if you're a fan, but he sells out all the shows, so obviously something works, and it's fan, and and I think For that's sure. it. You know, it's him doing it. You know, it's not Bill Gates' assistant. Poly, you know, doing. Poly, I wish Bill Gates' assistant worked for Polly Shore oh, too. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, buddy, what's Bill Gates doing? <laughs> All these emojis. <laughs> it's like it is a a tool because everything. I mean, if you're a fan, you're going to follow. Obviously, anyone you follow on any social media, obviously you're a fan. So it right. just plays into fan service or whatever. He just does Snapchat the whole time, and it's just like it's always about him. If he's in LA where he lives, he just walks around LA and just talks to people the whole time. I'm sorry he didn't get punched more because he just literally goes up, "Hey, buddy, look at you," and he'll touch him. And yeah. It's like, all right, well, if he gets punched, it's more views, and then he becomes viral or whatever. But I mean, I guess the point is, it's like with the emojis and everything. Is there a point where you should just stop? <laughs> it's like nothing wrong with emojis or anything like that. And it's like, I don't even care. I use them. I mean, it's not even like yeah. looking down, but it's like there's a point of like using social media and sort of abusing it. But like, it's like, Polly, I get it. You have a show tonight. Once again, I follow up. So I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it comes down, I'm the idiot no. for following Polly Shore. That's what, the takeaway from all this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of carefully send out emojis i mean i just it's just a feeling it's like right. i feel like okay i can do an emoji at this point normally i don't right. send them but uh you know it's like one of those things like you know what this is a time i can i can put an emoji here i don't know if i you know the work thing if i right. want to just start you know i uh, want to reach out to vendors or something like that uh-huh. if i if i do a text i mean right. I'd rather not text them. I'd rather, I'd rather go through, you know, a phone call or an email or something like that. I always like to start with a phone call. Yeah. Like if I'm starting a show, a phone call. It's like unless it's one of those things that's a some East Coast vendor that I have to deal with, and I might send an email first to introduce, like, right. you know, put the show title and everything, and then I'll make a call like as a follow. But I think always starting with a call, and then I almost don't have to talk to him again. <laughs> it's like it's just sort of like <laughs> set it up. They can hear my voice that I'm a real person. I'm, you know, I have a real show. Here's our concerns. Then everything after that. Right. But once again, I'm not going to vendor for the most part unless I'm really close with them. I'm not going right, to exactly. Like, and then don't send me an email and then want me to follow you on snapchat like the vendor like yeah. i i don't care about closed captioning snapchat like and and there there are <laughs> like you talk about that there are certain vendors who you only want to deal with it's just you just want to deal with them for the work that you have to do for the right. show like you don't want to have to go and do anything else um with them you just want to like all i want to do Get my closed captioning done. Right. All I wanted to, but then it is those. It seems to me like it's those people who then want to have a Snapchat. Then want to like, hey, we should go out for drinks. Hey, we should do this. Hey, we should. And it's like, you know what? In the grand scheme of things, it's like, I don't know, point one percent of the work that I do involves, you know, right. you and me. And it's not, you know, I, I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to want to do all that i don't want to follow you right. on snapchat on twitter facebook instagram um my favorite though is like about a day later i get a linkedin which yeah. i still right. know, i don't really understand linkedin but i'm on it because I, I, someone told me five <laughs> ten years ago that i, I need to same, be on it the same way i don't i don't get it either and but. randomly i'll update it I, i'll update that and it's like uh why do why do i just even have this because it's the event it's always two days later and it's like 
that's great. They're doing their research. But then I kind of get skeeved out that it's like, why are you looking at me on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say on my email signature, LinkedIn. Oh, right. I'm not going to be that guy at all. <laughs> LinkedIn. I mean, just everything. LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, personal website. But, um, well, then that, before we move on, that bars the question is that we're eventually going to have to be on social media for the podcast. No, totally. Uh, I I don't know. I might uh, stay away from Snapchat. I don't mind Snapchat, but I still don't. I haven't figured out the marketing tool of Snapchat. I don't. I don't have it. I have never used it. I'm still don't get. The thing is, I, I don't get it. And you know what is just bought for like what five billion bucks or whatever. Right. But all I I thought it was was just you get to send your, uh, like you said, like dick pics or something. Like you get to send. That was the only reason I got it. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, bro. Uh, you get to send like your. Whatever, whatever you're doing, some right. stupid shit you're doing, or a dick or whatever, and then you feel like, okay, it'll go away in like five seconds, and then that's it. Right. But, you know, you could screenshot it. Right. You can um, uh, be hacked, like the, the, the server, like it's going to go up on a server right. or something. Like, if anything ever goes up on the internet um, uh, through that sort of uh, channel at all, right. like, it's can be somewhere it could be had it, it could be right. stored somewhere because yeah, there's always a bit of it like that was the thing that they didn't realize on snapchat it had to go to a server before it got sent to the person and even though it did go away and you couldn't access it through that person's account it was sitting there and not because it's like oh i want to keep these photos it was just something they hadn't figured out yet it's like oh we purge every so often but oh, yeah. it just did sit there living right. not really associated with anything it was just like a number attached to a number that was attached to you. Mm. But, and I get it. And it's like, then they got hacked and then that changed. And then all of a sudden everyone embraced it. It was this weird thing. Like all of a sudden everyone was on Snapchat. Like it was the way Periscope was. Periscope, everyone's like, oh my God, Periscope's amazing. Now no one knows to use Periscope anymore. It's like, it's like, I don't know what Periscope is for anymore. Like I imagine like maybe a Twitter and Instagram. That might be enough. And eventually maybe a website or something. But even then, the website will just be, you know, a direction to our Snapchat. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, you know, like I was thinking about, uh, still thinking about doing a web series. Right. And a friend of mine had a lot of success with the web series Mm -hmm. with with getting some really good uh, press um, out of it. and really working the uh, social media angle mm-hmm. to her benefit. Right. To, to the point where you're thinking there's some sort of uh, agenda here. It wasn't like she's just throwing it up, you know, arbitrarily on, on uh, social media and seeing what sticks. So, like, I had a conversation with her. And she gave me a lot of different pointers on what she did and where you go. Right. Who has to review it. Um you know, there's just there's whole companies that, you know, uh, analyze you know what kind of audience you're you're trying to reach mm-hmm. and where you should be, when you should be. It's all about you know new content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, right. That's you're only as relevant as your you know your latest thing. Right. Um. So, you know, there's there's a strategy to this whole thing, and it's it, it can be lucrative, but you know. You and I don't want to spend, you know, our whole lives just chasing, you know, social media and being right. a slave to that. Um, 
it kind of <laughs> very unrelated, but um, I don't know if you've ever been to one of those like conferences where they do the pyramid schemes. Okay, yeah, but I know of them, but yeah, but yeah, I've I've I don't know why I've been suckered into them um, <laughs> uh, a few times, but uh, the first time it was like it was enticing. I was working. You know, at a an electronics store that would not be named. I could and probably I was, name it. I'm almost sure no electronics store that you worked at exists anymore, unless this, it was Radio Shack. And it it may have may or may not have been that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're very smart. Um, uh. So I was, needless to say, I was very miserable. Oh, right. And uh, you know, a guy, a customer came in, and he's you know has gave me the spiel. Right. And uh, you know, it was sort of a low risk thing. He he mentioned a a name mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, I went to USC Film School. This is uh, the son of a very famous alum mm-hmm. from that. And uh, you know, uh, I said, you know what the hell? Let me let me go and see what it's about. You know, <clears throat> and you know, just to sort of survey the room. And just to see what kinds of people, because that, that's what I was, was more interested in, just to see what kinds of people were at this thing. And, you know, you got a guy up front talking, very successful, extremely successful, just telling you how um, if you follow these rules, if you sell these products, that you won't have to work as hard as you are working right now families very important you can spend more time with your family make a lot more money and get a lot nicer things okay um which all sounds good which which hey who doesn't yeah but you know rob the whole too good to be true thing is in the back of my head always right so i'm just listening with like a skeptical ear right but uh, all the while scanning the room to see how people respond to it you know, and it's not like the whole, uh, um, like like a David Koresh sort of thing where you have like a compound where everybody's like, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, everyone you know? gets really enthralled with the talk. Yeah. Like, if you have a good speaker, almost anything sounds good. Like, that guy up there, it's like he could be selling anything. You'd be like, oh, my God, this guy. This right. voice, I, I'm enthralled. Totally. And it's like, you know, he's got the suit and he's got the monocle. It's all about the suit. And he's like, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm success, you know. And <clears throat> the responses, though, like, turned me off. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, so, I mean, this stuff is just so enthusiastic. Right. You know, as soon as you get there, hey, how you doing? Hey, are you going to... You're gonna kill it. We're gonna kill it today. We're gonna kill it. Yeah, this is great. You know, we're gonna sell these products and and I'm like, uh, just just tone it down. I'm like what? <laughs> what do you like? How can you be excited about anything right. that much? And you know, these guys aren't wearing the you know four thousand dollar suits. Right. These guys are just guys, and they're probably getting you know an extra couple hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. and they're like trying to sell this thing. But when you're in there and, you know, you have these speakers and they're like, hey, aren't we going to make a lot of money this week? And they're like, yeah, hell yeah. And then they stand <laughs> up and it's like, really? You know, I yeah. went to one and I mean, it's kind of relevant today because 
who was on the video that they showed for Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> and he was selling... Um, he was selling these... Uh, now, this is... Smartphone era is in full effect. But he was selling the uh, office video phones. Oh, okay. And, of course... The one thing no one ever yeah, uses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course, these office video phones were the best ever. No one has office video phones. Of course. As, as wonderful. I'm sure as they were 12K. Exactly. Something that would remotely never exist, but those it were the, like, uh, the things. Like, yeah, we're going to sell these to businesses. And that. the whole while, I'm thinking, isn't there anybody else thinking, I could do this on my phone, iPad, computer for nothing. Right. And like get the same result. Right. It's like, how would I, first of all, what am I going to do as an individual, go up to a business and say, hey, I got these uh, video phones, you know, you in? I don't think that that's going to happen. And so I was skeptical. I was skeptical anyway, but I wanted to go just for the experience. Right. Um, I was skeptical about it. And uh, the whole time, I just like, wow, these poor people because they were just like you know you, you these people range from people who just don't have the time to to deal with something that's ultimately not going to net them any right like, real gains all the way to people who you know are doing this as like a lark and just trying to you know have something else to do right uh, maybe earn some extra cash but they don't really need it and this particular one you know at the end of the thing they were like all we need like we don't need anything from you but $500 like check like if you give us 500 bucks then you can get all these you know products and start today and start <laughs> earning a lot of money right and i'm like okay this this is this is okay this is where people go oh i thought this was free i thought this was great right. 500 bucks which is what i thought 500 bucks obviously fraud don't do it right but you know people are, you're the people only one walking out the yeah. building and you're like thinking well everyone must be behind me and it's like oh yeah all right i'm like five it's 500 like you know certain people don't have like right any money to give but 500 bucks some are like yes there's that aspect of like there are the people that think it probably knows it's a scam but it's like this could be a job and i need a job right but yeah, like especially if you have a smartphone that has it's at at the time of a smartphone that has a camera on it, you would have to be in that audience going, "There, what's wrong with these people?" Like, right? It's like, how do you not sit there going, "Can't people just use their phone?" Like, I mean, I worked on Paramount Lot has video phones. We used it once, going, "Oh my god, they have video phones," <laughs> and then we all turned them off. Yeah, because I you then have to rely on someone else having a video phone. But literally right. it was me and my coordinator who was in the next office videoed each other. <laughs> like, oh my God, this totally works. And then we turned them off. Yeah. And I worked at uh, Microsoft briefly, a company that it's Microsoft, the computers, everything. No one, no video phones. Like they use Skype, which was, I thought was weird because I don't think they owned Skype at the time, but it, it worked. Yeah. And then they used a program that was sort of proprietary through their link, which I think is, you can access Link outside of them, but they were really big into Link, which was sort of a messenger service. It was a way you can contact everyone on within the Microsoft campus. Right. And have video options. And I saw a couple of people do that a few times, but no one had video phones. I don't even and there wasn't even a warehouse where it's like, that was the video phone warehouse. We got all scammed into Donald Trump's thing. Right. But 
and it's such a weird thing too with especially video phone i don't know why we go that one seems like the easiest like how do you even get the contacts like that's one of those you have to sell it to a corporation exactly this isn't like you're selling a video phone going door to door hey do you want video phones yes yeah video phone but it's like (laughs) go to this corporation it's like i'm the i don't even have a job right now Who's going to let me in the office to sell unless they're giving you a Rolodex or something. But I do like the idea of you going, well, this is stupid. And the only one there that leaves, (laughs) everyone else is filling out their check. It's like, oh, here's $500. This is right. Am I right? No. You're trying to like Jerry Maguire it and everything. You're like, this is an outrage. Let's tell them. They're like, no, this sounds really good. Oh, all right. Well, I got to go. But I think it all depends on like with those. I know people the periscope people and all that like um that have gone to like the periscope conferences and stuff that ones that are like free they're like you go there and you hear people that have been successful with periscope or how people think it's just one more level they're like hey say if you already have a website and a business this is how to use periscope so it's more of like a how to use that to your advantage as opposed to hey go sell other people on periscope they weren't at the end of it asking for a 500 hundred dollar check but i think if you're passionate enough those are the right things to go to. So like if you're doing a web series, obviously if there's a conference, it's like, hey, go meet other web people that have successful web series and maybe it's a $25 door thing. You're not, you're going there because you're interested on how they do it and how they keep it up. Mm-hmm. Because more than, oh, they're just going to tell me to sell them more. They're, you're just doing it because that's what you want to do. You know, it's like, I know people that have gone to those. I have a friend that does virtual reality and he goes to these things just to learn what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about being sold on someone else's product. It's because once again, it's like if there was something that was local in LA, it's like, hey, how to sell, um, you know, your web series or podcast, like how do you use social media to your advantage? It's like, all right, great. You know, but I think most of us could probably figure it out. Don't overdo. Right. It's like when this is live or whatever, it's not like I'm going to hit Twitter 24-7. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. It'd be like, hey, new one's up. Maybe follow – because I think the key is like you start following the right people that maybe do podcasts. Hopefully some of them follow you, and then you just that's, yeah, ping it, and that's all you really have to do. And it's like it depends on how you want. I'm not looking to make a million dollars. I'll go to Herbal Life if I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like with the web series, it's like it is about – as we all know now, it's about keeping consistent with content. It's like there are people I follow that I've actually shows I watch on YouTube, and it's because they put one up a week. And it's like, I like these guys. I'll watch once a week. And then I get one Twitter announcement. Hey, we posted this thing. I think that's all they do. They do they're not on any other social media that I know of. Mm-hmm. They're just on Twitter. Hey, we have a new video. You're yeah. already our fan base. And we're basically telling you we're not reaching out for new people. But... It's it's interesting because a friend of mine we were talking the other morning because he works on a um, hyped show that ratings are low, but it will probably get another season, like with a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. So we figured out his rating was a uh, – we had to go deep to find it. It's one of those cable show <laughs> ratings where you had to go to a, a sub-site to right. get the ratings. And it was a – I think the premiere was a point six, so it's only going to go down to probably a point four, maybe for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. maybe a five. And it equated to 600,000 viewers, which I don't know how they even calculate. I mean, I think that's just an – they calculate a number per right. se. <clears throat> then we were talking about YouTube. Uh, we brought up these particular guys that we watch a lot, and their average is 600,000 viewers. So these guys who do this content for free – I mean, I think they put up one of those YouTube advertisements, but I don't know. They're not raking money in from right. YouTube advertisement. But it's like – 
like you were saying with uh, saving the money on the budgets and stuff, moving offices, these guys do it out of their, you know, I think they have a, a warehouse or a garage out in the middle of the Midwest, have 600,000 viewers. Granted, their content's good. Content's always king. It's like if it's good, people will watch it. If you're bad, you're just bad. It's content mm-hmm. always. <clears throat> but they put zero into anything, and they, they're averaging what a cable network show does with <laughs> producers behind it. Mm-hmm. And probably two million dollars an episode so roughly probably about a two million dollar episode show and they're breaking in what these guys do once a week and it's like hey we just put on another thing they do it year round yeah they might take a break but they have other sub shows and it's like and, and once again we talked about is that where it's going is youtube where it's going it's like yes and no like i like watching these guys because they put on a 30 minute show it's like that's pretty good eh, mm-hmm. move on Am I looking to watch everything on YouTube? No. I'll still always want a well-produced show. And their show isn't even scripted. It's a, they talk about movies. Mm-hmm. And they talk about movies, they break them down. They're very smart guys. And they do other funny things. It's like, all right, great. This is what they do, and I enjoy watching it. But it's not a $2 million show. And I do, I'll watch the $2 million show and really enjoy it. It's like, oh my God, Stranger Things, you know, um, Penny Dreadful, or whatever's on right. Netflix. It's like... <clears throat> These are great shows. It's like, yeah, YouTube serves a purpose. I guess you have these creative people in the middle of nowhere that can do something. And it's like, some of them do very well, and others, it's like, this is what we like to do. We're not looking for anything other than this. We're passionate about what we do, but we're not trying to go to the Trump thing or whatever. We're not trying to be more than we are. Right. You know, and I think they're just kind of surprised they're even this ahead in the YouTube world because YouTube is a cluster mess. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a, what I'm seeing now is a lot of um, shows, you know, on TV and shows that are getting picked up are starting, you know, as YouTube uh, creations. You know, they're right. just sort of getting people who, you know, like you said, generate a huge following on YouTube and you know give them a show and I saw that in Deadline the other day it was like they're talking about all the pilots in the shows and it was yeah. one of those things it's like um, starring YouTube star I was like wait yeah. what <laughs> exactly. and, and once again obviously that person was vetted they're not going to just go wow this person's good and just give them a million right. dollar show to star in but it was just to see that term it's like wow that's a thing now like that's a you know like you even see Snapchat star like all right, the star's a little vague term. I mean, Vine star, yeah, it's, it's or Vine oh, star, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they have, you know. But if I guess if you have fifty million views or something, and maybe two million followers, people are people well, are aware. You, you can't you can't argue with. It. I mean, right. like if if you're getting that type of following, then you know people are. It's something people are interested in. You have to respond to that. Even what was it in two thousand five? I was working on a show. And the showrunner comes down. I was a PA at the time in the office, and he's he was pretty he was pretty upset because the network had told him that he needed to watch YouTube. Like he needed to look at YouTube and look at the things that are trending, the things that are you know getting the most hits, views, whatever. Um, because that's where the industry is going. Oh. You know, and... Um, he was actually right for once. 
I, in in a way, like he was well, like no, no, that person that, that, was ahead. Thinking, well, that's what the the, the network told yeah. him, and there was some in the news. Is a very upsetting thing. Um, I don't I don't want to say because, <laughs> uh, but it was it, it was very upsetting, which which resulted in a, an apologetic call to me from him, which I was like, oh my god, it's like oh he's on the line for you. I knew I was fired. Right. I was like. He wouldn't be calling me for anything, right? But firing me, I'm right? Like, oh, but he's apologizing to me because of the content of what was trending at the time. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, even back then, you know, the networks knew that this here's a monster. Here's something that's growing. Here's something that like is siphoning viewers right from our network, from our from our viewer base, from our fan base. And we need to figure out how to deal with it. At that time, I think there was like 18% of all advertising money was um, allocated to the internet. Oh. Now, you know, it's more right. than 60 or whatever. Right. It's, it's crazy. Um, and even in that, uh, one of those uh, seminars that I went to... Mm. You know, they sort of touted the whole online shopping thing. This is before online. She was years ago. This is before online shopping was a thing, and so it was a little hard for me to believe that online shopping was going to be like what it is today. Mm-hmm. I, I knew in my heart that it's probably right, but right. I figured it was a little early to get on that bandwagon, right? Because people still like the brick and mortar. They still like to go to the Correct. store. Yeah, yeah. Now. It's the the industry has changed because now people are realizing that they, their overhead can be so much less if they just have like something in a warehouse, which they probably lease some space in a warehouse, right? And then um, just have everything done online, mm-hmm. and then they could drop prices and do things like that. Um, so the amount of goods you can get on the internet only, you know, has sort of increased. You know, there's some things you want you can't even get right. in the store. You have to get over the internet. And it's great when you sort of come home from a hard day's work and there's a package, you know, at your yeah. door. And Done. It's like, hey, you know, here it is. I just saved time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to get in the car. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. You're talking about the marketing, like the online marketing and how uh, at the time, eighteen percent was going to YouTube or online. But 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 yeah, like like online, and now it's it's crazy. I mean, you still don't know how to monetize um, these things. You know, they still right. don't understand them. You know, they still go to our favorite star of today and maybe of all time, Dwayne Johnson, right? And say, hey, you have a following. You know what you're doing. How can we piggyback? onto what you're doing correct you know they're not like oh this is you know how we want to market you via social media no they're like who has the biggest social media accounts right let's put them into projects so that we have that built-in audience already and that's what they're doing with the youtube stars Mm -hmm. i remember going to a show uh where i was a post producer uh as well and rob was post producer on as well uh earlier Mm -hmm. And on my way to work, um, there's this on Sunset Boulevard. I'd never forget. It, there's this 
billboard that I think was probably just bought by YouTube uh-huh. where every week there was a different YouTube star. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. it would just say how many views that they, they right. had, or subscribers, like yeah. 2 million subscribers. Right, right, right. And um, I immediately thought, wow, I mean, like, I, I haven't heard of these people you know, and I go to YouTube a lot, but I don't, you know. Yeah, that was when I felt old. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, like, I, like, I don't, I don't go on there, I guess, with, I, I, I don't visit the site with the same uh, uh, goals that, I guess, you know, uh, the audience who who does know these people right. uh, does, do. But um, <clears throat> I know that there's something there when you go to Sunset, you see, right. this, you see this billboard, and there are these um, YouTube stars and i didn't i remember seeing those and i didn't know what the angle not the angle or the goal was but it was like i'm trying to remember the how sad is that like i don't remember any of them i mean in the sense of who they were i think grace heldbrig yeah not that name yeah, i yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. one it was That's, like it was, was a photo of her said, yeah. and it kind of looked like the youtube layout and it said you know like you said two million subscribers but that was it and i'm like wait do you want me to watch her show do you want right. me to go to youtube or is she putting it up bragging you right. know, like it's like, yeah. wow, like you bought a billboard. No, yeah. it was just sort of like, it, it was a YouTube marketing thing. And I was just like, I don't, maybe they're just going, oh, there's shows on YouTube. I don't know who that was for. Right. Other than just going by going, wow, I'm old. You know, it's like, oh, this is not even a sh- an advert for the show I'm working on. This is for some web series. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I don't like, you know, every time you, I mean, there's like, billboards everywhere be it on a bus right a car truck a billboard side of a building and they'll put you know their web address Mm -hmm. and i just i like to reject that i like to say no i'm not gonna go to your web address i'm not gonna no i'm not gonna do that but this this one because it was this grace helberg whatever she was and then there was subsequently there were a couple more right i figured Wow, they got a billboard in Sunset, two millions of subscribers. Hey, maybe I should just click on to see what's going on. Right? Maybe this is something great. This is something amazing. Um, I don't know if the the things were for me, but um, I know that they did resonate uh, with people and and trying to, you know, be a creator of content, trying to get things out. I'm always right. like to research and study what drives people to right know, a site you know and try to sort of uh, take advantage of that knowledge mm-hmm. uh, probably was all validated when the rock has his youtube site and then he does his trailer for his new youtube site with those youtube stars we were talking about. and it's like oh okay well it's a real it's a real thing and right there's a lot of those guys getting their own shows right um, being on HBO on everywhere, it's just like you go, wow, where do these people come from? Never even heard of them in the mainstream, yet you know, just YouTube. And I think maybe is it they have to then pay them like SAG minimum or something. You know how they, do they get into SAG? Like if that's the thing, that's an interesting thing. So you see one of these people on YouTube, it's like you know what, this guy's got a you know he's got two years worth of content. He can act because he's say it's an original series or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my god, this is great, and they're like, we should hire him. They, how do they do? They Taft Hartley them in or something like they? How do you backdoor someone into hiring them on like a say an ABC show? I don't know. 
I'm sure they. they I'm sure they, I can figure they, it out. They but have it, their ways, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, well, they'll fi- they'll find a way if they can make money off of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure they're sort of hey, wink, wink, wink yeah. emoji. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they send a casting the person to YouTube link with a wink emoji, and they're like, oh, we gotcha. They're they're in. They're backdoored in. Isn't it Taft Hartley in? Isn't that like? Yes. But, that's it. You have to work on one thing, and then you can sort of get backdoored into a right. SAG, but then you have to then start paying dues and everything. You do, and there's there's a, a, a number of Taff Hartleys that are allotted. Right. Um, so once they're gone, they're gone. And then and then that's interesting. It's like, then can that person go back to YouTube? Like, I mean, The Rock can do it because he's promoting stuff, but he's not creating content. He can produce content, say, for YouTube or give money or like, hey, I like this person. But if that person does an ABC show, can they continue their other thing? Because sort of you're not you're sad, well, but I you're think, doing. I think then the well they're under the contract whole, the obviously. Contract. Well, say the contract. Okay, so end of the season show doesn't do anything like ninety percent of the shows that get picked up. I'm like all right, great. I'm gonna go back to my web series. Obviously, you're not. You you wouldn't I guess would be a SAG show. It's still your non-union web show or whatever. Well, if it if it's um. If it's a thing where they sort of bought that whole idea, right? It may be like yeah. If it's based on your idea yeah. starring you, then you probably can't ever go back yeah, to that. You have to like, create something. New. Yeah, exactly. They were like, "Well, we own this. We 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 won't let you do that now <laughs> because it's going to be more successful than how we ruined it for the yeah. fall TV show." <laughs> was it that uh, the craziest was the uh, the guy that got a show based on his Twitter shit? My dad says, yeah. Uh, Literally the first show based on a Twitter account. <laughs> I'm once again. I'm not happy that it was canceled. I'm you know it wasn't one of those things, but it was like all right because we could have went down a terrible rabbit hole of Twitter stars. That's and there should be a, there. There's a Twitter star. Right. That's fine. Just let them be a Twitter star right. on Twitter and not uh, TV stars. But see, it's it's that whole riding that wave of like oh this this is this Twitter feed is just getting. You know, so much attention. Let's excuse me. Let's capitalize on it. Let's make a show. You know, right. put Shatner in it, and it's like, yeah, it's just not gonna. But that's the work. thing. They didn't count on the fact that with Twitter, I'm either in the bathroom or wait waiting for something. Huh? That was a funny one, and I scroll past it. That's not me sitting down for 22 minutes right. watching your show. Which they went, oh my god, this guy's got 10 million. That's like 10 million viewers. Not really. Because you have to ask them to sit through twenty minutes of right a one second scroll, right? And shit, shit. My dad says basically like the best, the best sort of TV show about shit. My dad says is like All in the Family, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's, it's like you already had that, yeah, and it's, it's like it's like that's you know, and that was a whole uh, political thing. It, it, was, it was a statement. It was funny. I mean, it's, you had characters that represented different parts of, you know, um, uh, the, uh, um, God, I want to say the, 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 the culture of the day. Right. Um, it, it just, and Carol O'Connor was, was, was a master, you know, right. um, you know, you can't say, all right, Twitter feed, shit, my dad says Shatner go. You know, it, it's something. It has to be something else in there that really gets us. And I think that because it was sort of a one-trick pony, in that the Twitter feed was, right. which in a burst, in a Twitter, in a tweet that you read and go, oh, fuck, 
your dad is crazy. Right. And then go on about your day. Right. That's fine, but <clears throat> making a whole show out of it right. doesn't really... Because there was no backstory. It was just funny things. That was it. There was no story on why or anything. It was just sort of like, oh, I overheard my dad say this. this is hilarious. Yeah. Well, we don't know your dad. We don't exactly. know. Yes, it is funny because you probably rephrased it a little differently, too. It's like, there was, probably, there was probably things his dad didn't say. It's like, oh, I have a funny thought, and I'm just going to leave it on my Twitter, yeah. you know? And it was probably one of those things, like, hey, we want a, you know, all in the family, by this guy's name. Basically, all it was is they bought his Twitter handle. Right. You know? Does that guy even tweet anymore? I don't know. I'm going to my Microsoft Surface Pro 3. We should go to the... <laughs> go to the authority. <clears throat> I just, I haven't, I think I was following it, but I don't know if I've seen it anymore. He has 2.9 million followers still. He last tweeted June 13th. Oh, right. He got a book deal out of it, too. Forgot about that. Uh, he started in 2009 and still does it. Yeah, June 13th. And then his one before that was June of 2014. Okay. So yeah. he probably couldn't use that account <laughs> yeah. anymore. So um, so is the, the recent one, is that like something his dad said or is that some sort of... Um, no, nothing. I mean, it. Oh, just wrote it uh, talking about how he wrote a piece in a newspaper. So it was more of a self promotion oh, than yeah. the actual. Uh, yeah, he probably just can't do it anymore. He probably yeah. sold it to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he retweets a lot. That's really about it. <laughs> He's a retweeter. But then, uh, yeah, I wonder what like his bank was on that. You know, it's like, did he bank well enough? It's like, oh, wow. Look, I've. Uh, I've he probably made it of money i think he did because well. i mean he had the book there was a lot of press for it mm -hmm. and then then of course then everyone else it's like oh i have a twitter account i have a book <laughs> right exactly uh yeah i don't uh i'm just so happy we lost that um that went away doesn't mean that maybe they still hire people on from twitter they're just not it's not a twitter show it's right. like this guy's pretty funny what else has he gotten you know and then there's people on the side who write scripts all the time that are really good and it's like I should have just shot us a Twitter account. <laughs> I know. Should we get into Hate Watch? Let's get into Hate Watch. All right. This is the part of the show where I uh, I watch terrible movies because I'm trying to find gold. Really trying to find gold. I That's all I did growing up in the 80s, watch movies, video store. Hey, Rob is a masochist. Uh, <laughs> now I just choose it based on either title or star. This hate watch is uh, Shark Lake. Shark Lake. <laughs> Shark Lake uh, from 2015, directed by a Jerry Dugan. I'm going to go Dugan. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he won't mind if I say it wrong or correct. Let me paint you a picture. Shark Lake. <laughs> <laughs> this was, uh, I'll admit, this was a lot harder to watch than uh, Nasty Baby because I felt like that was going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, this, okay. It puts it in perspective. All right. So it's a 90 minute movie. I'm going skip, to skip around on my notes a little bit. Mm -hmm. 90 minute movie starring Dolph Lundgren and uh, a shark. They share about as much screen time. They, <laughs> in this 90 minute movie, I'm generously going to give 15 minutes, maybe, of Dolph Lundgren in it so they paid him because you know really? name, name recognition like uh, shit my dad says twitter <laughs> handle is uh i it was really bizarre like i'd never got what this movie was it, granted yeah it's in the title there was a shark in a lake okay now they didn't bury the lead as advertised as advertised he is a uh dolph lundgren clint i'm gonna go with clint i'm probably wrong okay. <laughs> he's a professional exotic animal 
smuggler. <laughs> a professional exotic animal. Because there's a profession in it, I guess. So okay. the movie starts off, cops break down a door, there's cages everywhere, but nothing in the cages, so it's just budget. <laughs> right. Um, they kick down the doors, and there's this little girl crying. And they're like, all right, what's going on? And they hear a van take off and they're like oh my god he's getting away who would leave his little girl and it was like okay i I have no idea police chase i was like all right at night they're chasing a van they vaguely show his face like we're not supposed to know it's him it's Dolph lundern you know exactly who it is so we're going down he crashes the van into the lake swims up gets arrested and you're like okay he went into the lake i i get that we don't see Dolph Lundgren again for about another 30 minutes or something like that. So it follows the story of a cop who then, I guess, just took the little girl to raise as her own. They don't really get into it because they're like, child services are on their way. And they're like, they're running late. Cut to the next scene. She's just taking care of this little girl, the cop, the main <laughs> cop. I'm like, I don't think legally that's what you can do, but I'll buy into this story. So we get to something which I actually thought was going to pay off. The little girl's at a pool. Of course, they started off, she's swimming underwater, and they play some menacing music. She comes up, she's at the local pool. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. She's swimming, she won't go to the deep end. But in order to get her swimming bad, she has to go to the deep end. She goes to the deep end. I'm like, ha-ha, that's going to pay off later. There it is. It does not pay off later. Um, (laughs) The first person who uh, dies from the shark in the shark lake is a old couple is probably the best scene of the whole thing he's wheeling out he has a uh i don't know big wagon with big rubbery wheels walking to the lake he has his old uh, older wife is like i forgot my ipad i wanted to take photos why an ipad why not the iphone or why not i forgot my phone i wanted to take photos or i forgot the camera <laughs> never saw the ipad so it wasn't like a an apple deal where they were like all right you show the iPad, we'll give you money for Shark Lake. No, it was just a a device where it's like, I'm going to go back to the car. And she goes back to the car and she's like, but there's all these bear warning signs. We should be worried about the bear. There's no bears. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what this movie is anymore. So (laughs) old man gets to the lake. Remind you, this is a lake. He pulls out his mining equipment so he can mine for gold at the lake. At at the lake? At the lake. There's no rhyme. It's not like they even set up, I found gold here once. Yeah. He's just an old man, puts his earbuds in, so you already know. He's like, all right, this is great. He starts mining. She goes to get the iPad. While she's walking, she hears a scream and then goes back. He is dead in the water, missing an arm. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're not even going to show the shark at time. <laughs> we don't have the budget for that. Yeah, we don't have the budget for that. It's like, look, it all went to Dolph, and we only have him for a day. Right. So everyone, there are a couple more people die that are, you know, non-sequential off screen. All of a sudden you hear, ah, off screen. It's like, wow, you guys aren't even trying. The whole town thinks it's a bear. They're like, well, you know, it's at the lake. It must have been a bear. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, no sharks in a lake. They, they remind you that later there are no sharks in a lake. Um, <laughs> so everyone comes to town to shoot the bear, a la Jaws, but sure. with the bear. And at the diner, um, we end up at a diner with the, the cop and her now daughter. There's no no reason. Okay. She just takes care of her now. See, that's, it's hers. There's the bear hunters. And then, um, so they're at a diner. There's a guy, and he is a, um, he has a PhD in, um, I'm going to say animal psychology. That seems plausible. Mm-hmm. But he's, he, he's an expert in sharks and bears. Happened to be at the diner. Happened. But had no idea of anything going on with the bear attack. He just overheard 
the female cop talk about um, the bear attack. And so he's like, uh, I I would know it wasn't a bear attack. What are you, a bear expert? Why, actually, I do have a PhD. I was like... <laughs> is there a bear, bear expert in the house? I, yeah, is there a bear expert? And the guy happened to be at the same diner, the one diner in town. In this, uh, <laughs> of uh, so yeah, Tell you how many bear experts I've run into in, at diners. Exactly. That's the only place they hang out. Exactly. Um, so we're about... 35, 40 minutes into it. We haven't seen Dolph since the first minute. Dolph's back. He's getting out of the shower. and um, Or he's coming home. Oh, yeah. He came home with steak, so he cooked steaks and butter. I don't know why that... That felt very important to the plot. Okay. Like, he came home, had a knife in hand. I don't... He got out of the truck, made sure he grabbed his knife and this package. Gets in, starts a frying pan up, throws the steak in, puts some butter in it. Wait, and the knife is being used for the... No, no, no. He just put the knife next to the steak. The knife had nothing to do with the oh, steak. So okay. puts the steak in, throws a lot of butter in it, and I'm like, wow, they're spending way too much time on him cooking the steak. Must be a plot point. Right. You're like, okay, I'm getting into it now. Two guys show up and go, um, uh, the boss wants his uh, wants the money or the package back. And you're like, okay. Then Dolph fights him. There's for no reason he beats these two guys up in a very cleverly edited 20 second fight scene. Yeah. They run off. He goes back, pulls the steak out that kind of burnt, and cuts it with the knife. I was like, oh, the knife. <laughs> the knife. <laughs> Set up and pay off of the knife. Uh, so then he eats steak. I was like, he took the van in the beginning. When he crashed it into it, he released the shark that he was selling because he's an you know exotic pet seller. Okay. So now it all it's like, oh, it all comes together 35 minutes into oh, this Oh, it film. all makes sense. Now it's yeah. going to start rocking and rolling. Um, so they bring in an expert to catch the shark because all of a sudden there is a line, well, there can't be a shark in the lake. This is a freshwater uh, lake. And the expert is there, the mm, din- diner expert going, well, actually, this kind of a shark, <laughs> which we have no idea what kind it is. This guy just is assuming we know that right. this is a professional. It's like, no, it can thrive on this but it, it will hunt now it, uh, okay well, <laughs> but once again the timeline is very vague like they chase him they arrest him oh right the one piece i missed was dolph was then released no time frame it's not six months later it's not a month later we have no idea the little girl's the same age so okay. i'm guessing a year but even then it seemed very very vague like he's arrested no time pass so the shark's been in the lake a year and now it's starting Six months. Let's go six months. Okay. Is now attacking people. Uh, and I even wrote the poor girl's Dolph's daughter, which I was vaguely on anyways. Like, oh, this poor... Um, oh, she is? Yeah, so it's Dolph's da- daughter that was left behind. I was like, oh, all right. It doesn't really help the story. Uh, so I moved forward. Uh, this old woman... <laughs> I don't know what to get the old woman. Old woman's walking her dog. He's wa- The dog's walking toward by the lake, of course, because everyone lives right next to this goddamn lake uh, old lady's walking her dog these kids see the dog and throw a stick into the lake and the dog goes after the stick I'm like alright that's a pretty big assumption so the old lady starts going after the dog in the lake dog gets eaten by the shark you don't see it off camera of course you're right. like and that's it you're like <laughs> alright old lady survives luckily enough I was like um, we, need, we need more old ladies Oh yeah, because the woman's in the old woman's in the lake. Female cop who happens to be there runs into the lake with her shotgun and shoots the shark. And I was like, "Holy shit! This is amazing! Something happened." Well, she's shooting into water where the shark would be. Oh. And okay. then um, we cut to the shark on the shore. 
dead. And I was like, oh, wow, they actually got a prop. Oh, okay. They're like, well, we need to inspect it to make sure it's the right shark. Wait, there's two of them? <laughs> Why are there two sharks? I, the he, right shark. I was like, all right. So then we cut back to Dolph getting out of the shower. This isn't the steak part. This is the shower part. So cut to Dolph. He gets out. Those two guys that he beat up are there now on all casts because... They still brought, and then now the mob boss is there. Okay, of course. Which I'm guessing goes. Look, I either want my money back or I want my shark. You have two choices, and you have until tomorrow. He's like, Oh, you're getting none. Oh, I think that was it. That was basically that was my best doll. That was a good doll. Um, they leave. That's it. That was it. They leave, and I was like, Why? Wait. He goes, I. I was baffled at this point. I was like, sure. So Dolph decides to go catch the shark because he knows how to catch the shark, not the shark she shot, apparently. And then the rest of the the movie takes place at night on boats. So the shark she shot was not... Just a different shark. shark. Was not his shark. But there are no sharks in lakes. There's no sharks in lakes, and there's two in this one. There's two in one unrelated to (laughs) Dolph Lundgren's... Yes, it worked great. It wasn't like she just killed a big fish. She killed a shark that wasn't. So they find out later. So spoilers. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. There were two in there. One is a decoy, and the other one was the attack shark. She shot the decoy. The decoy comes out, and then when you start attacking the decoy, the other shark comes and eats the prey. I was like, wow, that seems unlike sharks at all. Um, And then when they go in the lake, they're like, we need a big boat because a larger boat for this shark. This shark will knock boats over. How? No one knows anything about the shark. They're speculating twenty four seven. But uh, the, but there's a shark. There's an expert shark, and he was and she. He was never the one saying about the boat size. The female cops like we need a bigger boat. I'm she had to break out the bigger boat. We need a larger boat because the shark is large. Like I don't think it has anything to do with the boat size the boat at all. Size? And so yeah. the um, the expert gets in the boat with them, and I was like, okay, great. I think so, he. he I, I, I have no idea what. Expert's that? like, yeah, a bigger boat. Sure. What when I, yeah, I get I mean, to ride in a bigger boat? You you seem uh, you seem pretty smart, female cop. That yeah. has nothing to do with my exactly. PhD. <laughs> um, so they go out to hunt the shark at night okay. because that way you you, you, have you don't to. have to see the shark. Okay. Um, I you. literally I was watching this at work, so working hard as always. Oh, sure. I was watching them on the boat. I turned away to answer an email, probably 20 seconds at most. My other side, I can see it. I look over, they're all just floating in the water, and the boat has blown up. I don't know how the boat... I was going to rewind, but at that point, I was like, <laughs> I can just speculate that the boat blew up from the shark. It's probably, whatever you speculate is probably better than what actually happened. Right, so everyone's in the water now. You have a Dolph, female cop, expert, and the daughter, who all of a sudden was just there floating they're all floating i'm like when did the daughter the get daughter, here really i was like she must have been on the boat why was she on the boat all right moving on moving forward plot points um so they're all floating in the water the shark attacks the expert because you don't need him anymore off right. camera um and then and we say they're floating they're they're they have life vests on in the lake and they're alive they're alive okay. floating in the lake alive at night no one else around, even though the mayor, no, the head sheriff, head sheriff, I thought sheriff, announces there's a lake and there are going to be people there going after this shark. So no one else is at the lake. Um, I skipped over the point. They brought in an expert as well the, who hosts the show on the BBC about sharks. I just left that out because that was, I was like, why is this even here? He died within the first minute. I'm like, I, this is, I that was 10 minutes of non-Dolph screen time. Sure. So they're also, uh, they're floating. The shark attacks the, uh, the expert. 
starts to attack Dolph. Female cop pulls her gun out of the water that's just been sitting in a holster. Shoots the. She's really good. She shot both uh, both sharks. Um, they shoot the shark and cut to morning and them in a big raft. I don't know where the raft came from, and it's just Dolph, female cop, and um, daughter. I was like, you didn't even shoot like them getting a raft, but it was a large raft. I don't know where this raft came from, but it was one of the <laughs> largest rafts. So um, budget, yeah. <laughs> Why budget? Yeah. So they float up on shore right when someone's jogging, and she's like, "Oh, uh, ma'am, by order of the police, I need your cell phone." Then she was like, "She could have probably just asked because <laughs> by she, order of the police, because she's in her cop outfit, he's bleeding. I'm sure the lady would have just given the cell phone sure. over anyways." Cops come. They talk to Dolph. Credits. I'm like, wow, that was the most anticlimactic. Like, oh my, really? nothing happened. And I think that's why I was like, now I think I have to go back to Seagal movies or anyone. Something that, with some, some more. Because I literally thought I was like, all right, the poster's Dolph Lundgren with a shark. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, sure. Shark Lake. Sure, I'm in. He's not in it. You don't see a shark, and it's not built up because it, the, the one time you do see the shark, it's digital and you can just clearly tell there's right. no moving water this thing is just magically floating <laughs> through the water on a twenty thousand dollar like, effect it's like version one of the effect good we're done no, like we so this we're money. thinking it's gonna f- swim this way no no that's great oh yeah. we didn't even texture it yeah wireframe is fine <laughs> it's a shark lake it's a. Uh, it's fine we're all good so i think i was more mostly baffled the fact that all these gaps it was He's an exotic thing. Why? It, he's the one that releases the shark into the the lake. All right, you didn't really need that. He could have just been... I have expected, I think, when I saw the poster and everything, what they usually do with these type of movies is there's a shark in the lake. They need to get rid of the shark, as always. So you go to the local expert, who's the gruff old man, right. who knows about this. So I was like... I already had it laid out in my head. I had a much better movie based on the poster in my head. I'm like, this is great. They're going to go to Dolph. He'll go out there and fist fight it for 32 minutes or something like that. Yeah, maybe even grab it by the tail and swing it around or something. And then, but he had to have worked two days. I'm (laughs) at most two days, and it was probably a 15 day shoot because you're at a cabin, you're on a boat, you're at a diner. That's, I think you're at the police station for 20 minutes or something. I just don't, I, once again, I don't get, I mean, anyone can make a movie for any reason. I just don't get this movie. It was like, it was released. It actually had a couple stars on Netflix. I think people all clicked it. Dolph London and a shark. Right. And then it's like, damn you. You tricked me again. <laughs> Netflix. But once again, I think I, I still kind of walk away going, yeah, wasn't bad. Someone made a movie. I can make this movie. I could make Shark Lake. And get a real star. I could get a star to do Shark Lake. I mean, sure. star, I'm saying star and putting air quotes up because I, sure. I don't know. Dolph Lundgren is, you know, some star <laughs> or whatever. But Dolph Lundgren, you, you, also, you also think, what is he doing that he can't work more than two days for this movie? Right. I mean, come on. I mean, if you, you sign on for Shark Lake, it's not going to be Shark Lake. Oh, and by the way, Dolph Lundgren. No, they're going to plaster your... Like, it, you're going to be his identified with... His head was on top, so you actually thought he was the shark. Yeah. It's like, maybe he's the shark in the lake, and it's some sort of metaphor for something else. He attacks people. He's the shark. Like, I'm, I'm overthinking it. No, no, there's a shark in a lake. It wasn't <laughs> like they were trying to, like, 
you know, he's the shark or, you know, quote, you know, it's Dolph the shark Lundgren or something. But, and two, it's like, I looked up the director. He had, he had only done a couple other things, not with Dolph. It's so it wasn't like, oh, friends, this guy's just done nothing right. but Dolph. He wanted to make this film and was like, I can get funding if I can get Dolph in it for, you know, a day. So no, it was, there's no connection, not even with the writer and the studio. I, there was 27 production companies I zoned out after the fourth one. Wow. Once again, with anything, it's like, how did they, it wasn't even for sci-fi. Like sci-fi I would get, because all they do is Sharknado films. Mm-hmm. It's like, who, and those are more exciting. They, even though their effects are terrible, there's a shark every second attacking someone. Yeah. And this wasn't even in the thinking man's shark movie. It's like, oh, <laughs> I get it. They're out thinking, not like there is a thinking man shark movie, which now I'm going to do and make a podcast about. Definitely. But, I think it comes down to it's like what would you like if you're making Shark Lake John is making Shark Lake Mm -hmm. what do you do like I mean it's all set up you already know there's a shark in a lake shark can't be in a lake you figure it out but like what would you do like you're making Shark Lake and you have Dolph Lundgren I'm I'm putting a caveat in that I mean Dolph Lundgren (laughs) I mean where I would go I mean look it's Shark Lake you know what they're gonna do they're gonna sell the foreign rights up front and, right. and pay for the movie because this kind of stuff will, you know, do something, you know, straight right. to video or, you know, Netflix, right? To Netflix, um, it'll do something. What I would do is I would just I would just find a way to have the major scene in the movie, which is Dolph Lundgren fights the shark. I mean, it is Shark Lake. I mean, right. you, you know what you're watching. Yeah, he has to fight the shark. He doesn't even have to fight him you know whereas you see the shark and i mean this could this could be a big effects movie mm-hmm. what you can do is you can show him you know underwater and then underwater show him fighting the, the shark but it's got to be way over the top um to where you know of course he's not going to be able to like, get in he's going to get in the mouth of the shark right he's going to rip off the teeth right you know he's going to swing the thing around and maybe throw it into the woods right um Actually, with visual effects, you can kind of do that pretty easy with scale. But, um, you know, I, I would try to make it smart, and then I would try to make us make it smartly with right. the, the special effects, uh, with obviously no money. But, like you said, with the Sharknado films, like that shark's got to be like on the attack, like right all the time, and you could just do simple pov like you you could do sharks pov like you don't have to show the shark necessarily um attacking people but you can you can take the shark's point of view and just right. go right in you know um, and you can have models. off-screen ones that's fine because you can go two more people were attacked we need to get this shark right. out of the lake you know and have stuff like that not everyone but show more than zero yeah like everyone was off camera it could be it could be it could be fun you yeah. know i mean something like this you know it's campy kitschy it's, it's just right. not a you know you ask me what i would do i would just do what the audience that's watching it wants me to do which is sharks as many shark attacks as you right. can um you can't really worry about you know logic and oh wow here's an uh, expert fine yeah but what people are really going to go for they're not going to go for you know the backstory of, of this or that they're just going to go for the shark and why can the expert just Dolph. come to the police station why did they have to randomly meet him at a diner that made 
no sense or anything like that. Or why is he already there? Why can't he walk in going, oh, detective, I'm so-and-so, great. It just, it was literally like this guy was just at a diner eating pie and it's like, oh, there's a shark attack? Guess what? (laughs) And I think too, it's like you had one fight scene with Dolph beating up two guys before he ate his butter steak and with a knife for some reason. But not a butter knife. Uh, not a butter knife, an actual hunting knife for some reason. Um, I mean, don't we all? Like, you didn't, like, all that, like, subplot, because he's not in it much. You don't need the fact that he's a professional exotic animal seller or something. <laughs> and then somehow, like, there's some sort of weird mob tie in where there's only three guys. Like, I, you could just eliminated all that. I would have rather seen him be the crotchety old guy that lives on the lake, or even the guy that's just been there the whole time maybe he's never seen it before but obviously he's some sort of battle hero because he has to fight people or put more fight scenes in it if he is working with them maybe he's ex-mob or something and it's like we need you back i i need more shark and more fight scenes like if you're putting dolph lundgren in one fight scene i need five right if you're if he's not in any of them i need him to be the person that moves the story then fights the shark at the end you just can't have like and this once again I know Dolph didn't take this where it's like, ah, people will see I'm a real actor. Not that he's not a real actor, but it's not like this was his Shakespeare piece. Right. He's in it for 10 minutes. He knew, like, when he got the script, he got his sides and it was like, oh, where's my script? No, this is it. You you got two scenes. Do you, but do you think it was that or he just look at the script and maybe he was more, if they had more of him, he's like, oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm Dolph Lundgren, but still, I'm not doing more than two days on this movie. Yeah, I mean, that's why I thought it would be a favor. If it was a favor, it's like, oh. But even then, if you're doing it as a favor, build a better movie and write a better part for him. Like, have him the king. Like, you use him two, three times really well, then you have Dolph Lundgren in a really good part. It's like, I'm only going to do two days. All right, we're going to sort of half-ass some sort of weird story. The daughter. Why does he have to have a daughter? Like, I mean... That did, they never purely put her in peril. It, only motivation was is like, we'll go after your family. You could say that without knowing the daughter exists. Literally, it's like, we're going to go after your family. Oh, wow, that's a pretty big threat. It could mean anyone. I have cousins I like. There you go. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this daughter. <laughs> but I, I think that the conversation you and I are having is far more uh, intelligent and thoughtful than anyone in uh, remotely associated with this movie right. ever had, though. I mean, yeah, because like, it, they weren't pressured into making this movie. It wasn't like we need Shark Lake. You sold a Shark Lake. We need it in a or Shark Lake, not week, because that's the show. Yeah, you sold a Shark Lake. We need it tomorrow. Oh, gee. Uh, all right. Uh, he's an exotic animal thing. That's how the shark gets in the lake. Um, uh, the mob's involved, and there'll be an expert. Go. This right. was someone wrote this out and then sold it so that i think that's what it is it's like yeah we're talking about it but they had to talk about it the writers had to uh, which i didn't look up which i'll look up now it's like even if it was one writer like someone had to hold him accountable it's like yeah all right and is this company i could i should write a script and sell it to this company like it obviously doesn't take much well i, I, I except all to hold hold back on your <laughs> Your logic when you write the script, because they probably wouldn't know. Like what whoa, to do whoa, with whoa! It. Yeah, <laughs> easy there. Yeah, I mean, come on. You just have to have like some sort of nonsensical characters and uh, tropes and and different things that just don't add up and don't measure up and don't pan out, and then there you have a movie. 
started typing Shark Lake and Shaquille O'Neal came up. So I'm not really <laughs> sure if that's like, I would have rather seen the Shaquille. Sequel. The sequel. <laughs> oh, man. Shaq versus the shark. Oh, well, see, there you go. You've already spent more time on... <laughs> um, all right, writing. He would, he would do that movie. All right, two people wrote this, which is also... I love when they do that, the the story by and the screenplay are by the same people. It's like, shit, I don't get that. It's like, so it's Gabe and David, uh, Gabe Bernstein and David Anderson were the story by and the screenplay. So I don't know. Did they pitch the story? Then I'm like, great. Yeah. Oh, you guys have to write it now, but I just, yeah, why I wouldn't it just be screenplay? screenplay? Yeah. Uh, no, this is it. They're co-executive producer and uh, writer. Oh, that's a Gabe. Maybe his uh, writing partner is um, David Anderson has done a little more. And uh, David Anderson, is nothing. Uh, no, no offense. There's just nothing on David Anderson. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not that he's nothing. It just Shark Lake. He even took Shark Lake off. I'm completely good uh, with this. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm dying to know if there was any trivia about this, but I mean, I should have. I didn't even feel the need to do anymore. I was like, yeah, I saw it. I did my part. Yeah. Um, and I think we need a theme. Eventually, we'll have to have a oh budget two million dollars. Really? Yeah. So this is sort $2 of in the realm of um, a quick story. I I, uh, I interviewed for a job at a company that made one million dollar films. It was a job I really wanted. Yeah. Um, their bread and butter in the interview was we make one million dollar films. That was it. They did a film I liked. It was called Nine Seven Six Evil in mm-hmm. the eighties yeah, yeah. uh, from the guy that was in Fright Night. So when I interviewed, I saw, walked in. I was like, that's how I know this company's name, which is now blanking on me. And I was like, oh, man, I want this job so bad. But that was it. They go, we make $1 million films. We sell them overseas for $2 million. I was like, this is the perfect. And every cast, if you looked at all their cast, Dean Kane, Dolph Lunder. It was everyone that was somebody mm-hmm. still pretty good, but people need to pay the bills. Like, you know, C. Thomas Howell. And it was like. Right. All right, these are real stars that you know were somebody that are now just working actors, and I didn't get the job. But I remember in there they were like, "We're actually working on a two million dollar film right now." So we we're kind of freaking out, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" They're freaking out, <laughs> and I'm coming from a I don't remember what I was coming. On. I was working on a show where I think our budgets were two million dollars an episode, yeah. And these guys are stressed about their one movie that they're probably going to sell for four million, but the two million dollars was like. Oh jeez, I don't know. We we might be in above our head, but the workflow was they sh- uh, they would always shoot like Vancouver or something. Naturally, the effects were done in Romania. Wow. So, and post which I would have been done was in Hollywood. So you had to get the dailies to cut in L.A. to then send to Romania for VFX, but you have to be on top of them because their internet didn't work very well. And this was when not everything was sent internet, this was probably like uh, maybe 10 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. They go, sometimes they'll send the hard drives back, but sometimes they'll just send them in an envelope. And I was like, are, are you hiring real people? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not a, like, it, I didn't understand their logic. Like they were getting back like basically damaged hard drives. It's like, can you send them padded envelopes? Can I be in charge of that? I'll, ch- I'll send them pre-labeled boxes to right. uh, send back. But that's what fascinated me. Like, like they would make a shark click. It's like, okay, we're gonna make this. We'll send the effects to Romania and make, and then make, they, I guess every movie they made was a profit. So every million dollars they made two. From that two, they would make another one. So it's like they were just making movies. And I was like, I kind of dig your, right. your vibe. Man, I wanted that so bad. I inter- I probably interviewed way too hard. That's like a cool place um, to, to 
be. Uh, oh, actually, oddly enough, it was shot in Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh. So, and it was originally called The Lake, but, you know, uh, I guess Netflix had a thing called The Lake or something, so. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. So, even though it wasn't for Netflix, they were just like, no, you can't have yeah. The Lake. Then you know it's just like, oh, Shark Lake. Shark Lake. <laughs> lake of Sharks. Um, so, question, if it were just called The Lake, is that... Does that change your opinion of the of the movie at all? Yeah, because there's very little shark in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like uh, Lake on Trouble. Uh, the lake's actually really good. I would expect had I known. All right, here's a trailer. It's called the Lake Dolph Lundgren. There's a shark in the lake. I would expected way more and by actually calling it Shark Lake. Yeah, my expectations were already low. Like, got it. The minute you put shark in front of anything, or true, you know, it, it could have. That was it. I was like, I already know what I'm getting in for. It's like the lake. Oh, it's a movie about um, you know sharks. Uh, was it um, that Blake Lively movie that came out earlier this year? Where um, yeah, like the buoy or whatever. Yeah, um, I'll look it up. Oh, the company I was thinking of was um, Cinetel Films. Okay, yeah. They're the ones that well now they do Two Lava Two Lanchula, which is the sequel to Lava Lanchula. Of course, classic. Uh, Stormageddon, Earth, a pop. It's like catastrophe and earth combined, but I can't in my head say those two words together. Huh. Earth catastrophe? Yeah, that's kind of hard. Uh, damn sharks, which I might be watching damn sharks next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. Wow. I, 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 there's really everything about that, that I, I want to be a part of. Absolutely. Uh, Lava Lanchula, Earthfall, Fire Twister. Um, L.A. Apocalypse, The Cure, Grave Halloween, Independent Day Zaster. Okay. This I, instead of disaster, it's Day Aster. Iron Golem, Goblin, Man, Mandrake. Mandra- Mandrake. I like Mandrake. That's actually really... All right. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to Mandrake. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, now I have to look up the stupid Blake Lively thing. The Shallows. The Shallows. That's really good. I had no idea it had anything to do with sharks. And she was in it. Yeah. Apparently, she's on a buoy because there's sharks in the lake. It's like, you had me. See, like, that's the lake version. See, that's all they really had to do. You know, if it was Shark Shallows, no, nah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm still watching Shark Shallows. Shark but, Shallows, um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So, Shark, Shark and Saw, Women's shark Prison. Saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is a real movie. This um, is like what they just, Imagine the brainstorm. Oh, Dominic Swan is in it. Remember, she was like a buzz for a little bit. Uh, she was in the n- newer version of Lolita, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, have a- uh, and Tracy Lords was in it. Oh, well, oh, Tracy yeah. Lords, she legitimizes. So uh, Dominic Swan, Lolita was the remake. Oh, she was in Face Off. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't know her so much by look as much as she was the next big thing. Right. It was like, oh, Dominic Swan is she's the next big thing and now she's in Sharkansaw <laughs> Women's <laughs> Prison Massacre that's what happens you just go to that and you know you just get it and you're like oh Tracy Lords is in this nothing against Tracy yeah, Lords but you just kind of exactly. know you're like oh just go away who's in it mm, okay. do you think they told Dominic Swan what the title was they just went because actually like the poster if you'll see it it actually just says Arkansas Women's Prison but then they put the SH, so it's Sharkansaw, Women's Prison, In and Blood so, Massacre. So, like, she <clears throat> she thought it was just 
Arkansas women's prison, but they just put and that like, in at the and end. And they sold it to her. It's like, it's orange. Uh, orange is the new black meets sharks. And yeah. then they just sort of walked away from I'm, that. I'm, uh, I'm absolutely <laughs> sure that's what happened. When a fracking environmental accident rips apart the Earth's crust. The resulting, I'm just going to read it. The resulting <laughs> hole lets out prehistoric sharks from underground, of course. The sharks target a group of women as they normally would. Yeah, only. And trap them in a cabin. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, how, do, how do the sharks track them in a cabin? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm... I have questions we now. We have to know what's going... How did that happen? And why, why are they sharks. trapped in a cabin? Yeah. All right, that was Hate Watch, uh, Shark Lake. Um, yeah, you know, I in the 80s, it probably would have ruled. Um, there would have been more. Yeah. They would have just they figured. Would have done more they would have just thrown body parts, and really good at that, that, that two million dollars would have went a lot farther. Because I imagine about a half a million went to the shark that we saw twice, and then half a million probably went to Dolph, and then production of some sort of kickback in Mississippi or something. Is Mississippi the new Georgia? I think it might. It <laughs> might be. It might be trying to be. Maybe. Right. Yeah. I don't think people want to go to Mississippi no. to shoot films. It's miserable. They're like, we'll give you a hundred percent rebate if what? you come. <laughs> like, we'll just here's two million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, we can't lose, so yeah, exactly. just shoot here. All right. Well, we are going to get to um, South End Tales uh, with Justin Timberlake and. I think he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson and that trying to move over to Dwayne Johnson. So he like it was like it's not the Rock. Yeah, I'll give you my name with the Rock, and then eventually the Rock will go away. But we'll have to save that for next week. All right, thank you for listening to Post Apocalyptic. I'm John and Robert. See you next time.